0: campers. It's another fantastic day here at Camp One Clap on the One Clap Speech and Debate Podcast. I'm your camp director, Lyle Wiley, and today, on day 25 of camp, and consequently also my birthday, Counselor Ella Goodman and Counselor Sharina Villegas have returned to share the final of their four-part series, Rock Hiking with Easy Platform. We'll be getting the last of the oratory and info hacks here at camp from our rock and counselor don't forget to check the one-clap socials for today's social media challenge topic. Also, don't miss a moment of the ABCs of Debate with Professor Graham and Kevin. New episodes are released daily and they're blowing up on YouTube. Or, well, they should be anyway. Make sure you check them out. All right, campers, strap up your hiking crocs for one more time. Grab some bear spray, get your camel back, and snag a handful of beef jerky for the road. Let's go hit the trail and do some croc hiking with Easy Platform episode four all right it's time for the final episode of Croc hiking with the easy platformers here at camp one clap i have ella and sharina and uh we've we've been having a good time for the last three episodes we've got one more left i'd like to know who is your favorite camp companion if you're gonna go camping who would you like to go with you who would be your favorite companion
1: Mm -hmm.
2: i don't really think i'd like to go camping (laughs) but if i like had to go i would probably want to go with sharina because she'll probably remember to pack a lot of things that i'll forget which is really nice um like i cannot tell you how many speech tournaments i've been to when i forgot toothpaste and Sharina's the only reason i've been able to brush my teeth um, so i think sharina um probably solomon henderson you know i think he'll just make the whole thing a more fun experience and then Gavin O'Donnell. He'll plan the whole thing. He'll probably <laughs> keep us alive. He'll. He. He just needs to be there. Yeah,
0: it's important to have someone keep you alive. So
2: yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it's probably a good idea. What about you, Sharina? Are you? Do you have any camp companions that are different?
1: I have the same exact companions as Ella. So I have Ella, Solomon, and Gavin, and together we are. Um, we are a quad because there's four of us. It's like a squad, but. <laughs> Quad. 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 So we, quad. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so what we call it our hashtag quad. <laughs> nice. I'd probably die without Gavin. Um, I'd probably die without of boredom without Solomon. And then <laughs> I don't know who else I'd rant to without Ella. So we need all each we need each other to be our To be have, quad squad. Yeah, to be Quad yeah, right. Squad. <laughs> the perfect camp quad squad. <laughs>
0: Sounds like a fun squad and hopefully everyone would survive, which would be a a plus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have one more question for you both, like a personal question about speech and debate. Uh, This is a big one. I've been trying to figure out what the perfect optimal speech and debate snack at tournaments is. So I want to hear from both of you. What is your favorite speech and debate snack? And you can include a beverage in this snack as well.
1: Okay. Okay. I have a couple. Okay. So first of all, this is my absolute one of my absolute favorite drinks in the entire freaking world, which is lemon iced tea. I love lemon iced tea so much. I live and breathe lemon iced tea. If I didn't get stains on my teeth from lemon iced tea, I'd probably drink it a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and then next would be pickles. I love pickles a lot, and I usually like every time you go to a gas station or something, and I see that like pack of pickles just sitting there, I cannot resist. I will. I will buy them. And the other one is probably pocky because I like pocky.
0: <laughs> not, but I mean, all, I all three snacks. are like some interesting. I mean, they're good choices, but together they sound pretty crazy. But yeah, yeah, like
1: well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think anyone has ever said pickles, even though pickles are you know pretty premium, well, so right? it's, it's a good snack. What about you, Ella? What do you what do you got?
2: Um, I think first for some reason I get sick like literally every two weeks. I don't know why. So I'm always losing my voice. This year, you know, senior year, I'm going to have to really take a lot better care of myself or something. You know, I'm, I'm not getting sick on speech trips anymore. <laughs> but um, when I do get sick and, like, start to lose my voice, I drink so much hot tea. Or, like, hot tea with honey in it. I, I love to have that, you know, like, at the end of the night after I've showered. you know, getting ready to go to bed. But also, ramen. <laughs> like, in speech trips, I have, like, a whole section of my luggage where I just have a bunch of ramen. I'll get back to the hotel, like at like ten o'clock at night. I'll just make myself some ramen, sit on the bed, and like stare at the wall. And just eat ramen. <laughs> I just
0: had this hilarious image in my head of you carrying a briefcase and you like pull it out and you open it. And it's all ramen. It's like, it's <laughs> ramen. yeah. <laughs> Might I interest you in some ramen?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, is there a flavor of ramen that you uh, is is your favorite?
2: Um, I usually have like. The, well, like the chicken ramen, but recently my mom has been getting like this vegetarian ramen from the store that is actually like way better than the chicken, which is kind of crazy, but it's good.
0: And you eat it hot, right? You don't, you know, like crunch in the dry no, yeah,
2: ramen. Okay. You kind of like either <laughs> heat it up in the microwave or use like the uh, coffee, th- not coffee and ramen, but like use the, the, the water heater coffee thing, yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Keurig.
0: I guess totally makes sense. <laughs> so. All right, it's platform time. Our final tips, tricks, ideas for info and oratory. And, Ellie, you get to go first. What's like a, one last just truly awesome info tip to take us home um, for our series. What do you think?
2: So I think mine is kind of similar to what Sharina talked about last time, but it's just all about authenticity. I think authenticity is probably one of the most important parts about any like speech event like with topics i think you need to pick something that you're really passionate about because judges or competitors like anyone can tell when you don't like what you're talking about especially when you don't believe like what you're saying so i think it's just really uh, you know important to pick something that like truly matters to you because your authenticity can keep the judges more entertained and it can also even make you more reliable so you know they have um kind of more a sense of trust in you and then they even think what you're saying is more important because, you know, if you care so much about something that it shows that they should as well. Um, I also think another big part of authenticity is like your personality. Um, I think when I started speech, I thought I had to like kind of put on like a persona that was like professional and like, you know, I couldn't like uh, be myself. But I think that you really should be yourself because like if you're acting like just like you're talking to your friend, you're being genuine about what you're saying. It just makes your speech that much more powerful and I think just being yourself um in around can also just help you make connections with the people that you're speaking to. It just uh makes you more engaging and just a better performer overall. Along with like that personality tip, like, you know, be yourself and also don't try to be anyone else. Like just because your style of info or your writing style or the way your VAs look is different from someone else's doesn't mean it's any less good. Being yourself is a much more memorable thing than trying to be someone else. And then also You know, don't try to copy someone's vocal pattern. Don't try to copy how they write. You know, that won't get you anywhere. And authenticity is what really counts.
0: That's some really, really awesome advice. It's also kind of hard to follow, huh? It's difficult to to be authentic, I think. Um, So it's something you got to work at,
2: for sure. Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah.
0: So uh, it's your turn, Sharina. Tough one to follow, but do you have uh, a great original (laughs) oratory trick or idea that you'd like to throw out there?
1: Yeah, um this one is specifically well all of this is really for oratory, but this one's like really for oratory because something that info doesn't have is a solution, like a problem like that you need to solve and like you need to have a solution in your um oratory. Like you're presented with a problem, now how do you solve it? This is really um probably one of the most difficult parts of writing oratory. Like someone could have the most beautiful, like heartwarming, um like tear-jerking speech ever but then if you don't end it on a good solution like if you don't have real and tangible solutions it completely throws the speech out the window so what i mean by this is like most of the time people's speeches fall off towards the end because they can talk about most important things but then they have no way people can take that and put it and like apply it into the real world so it has to and usually like this can be like sometimes people do acronyms they like have things like sometimes I know this um, speech on the final stage, just something like you could download an app. I don't know, talking to people, but um, something that could also people need to keep in mind when it comes to solutions is that it has to be something that extends past just being aware of the problem. So that means taking action. I mean, I know this one person um, on the Wyoming circuit talked about how like maybe you could volunteer. Maybe you do this. Not every single time talking to a governor or calling a representative is going to be the the tangible solution to whatever problem you're talking about. And even with my speech this year, like it's a really broad topic, but when it comes down to it, like the biggest problems start from the smallest things. Like not learning how to pronounce someone's name properly can create a plethora of problems that this person has to go through for like their entire life. Like if you never, I mean, if you never learned how to pronounce my name properly, that everyone would be pronouncing it wrong. And that would, would not make me feel good, right? And so even just presenting that as a solution, like learning someone's name, teaching someone how to do this or that can really help. It's just those small things can be the big things, just something that people can really take and put into the real world in their solutions, not just those super broad and big things.
0: Yeah, some re- really good advice. There's some really great speeches out there that it really have fallen apart because they don't really have – they're not solution-oriented and there's not really an answer to a lot of the problems or questions that they pose. So I think that's mm-hmm. excellent advice. Also tricky, too. It's a tricky thing to get right, but uh, really important to do well. Some really fabulous advice from you both on our last episode. Uh, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share about platform, speech and debate, anything at all?
1: I think that this is this is – some advice really just for any competitor that's like shying away from like different events whether it be info or oratory or like debate or platform something that our coaches told us is that doing one event can make you better in the other so seriously if you're just starting in speech and debate if you've been a varsity for all four years and you want to get those like and you want to become a stronger competitor don't don't be scared to try other events i mean I know that this year we're both gonna be trying something new.
0: What what new events are you doing? Each other's <laughs> are you are you gonna do a duo together too? Oh
1: yeah, know. with our crocs. Yeah, with our crocs <laughs> and our matching purple suits and everything. I,
0: I mean I would watch that duo. <laughs> well, that's that's good advice. It's always good to step out of your comfort zone. And I do think it is true that It's kind of like cross training in sports. I mean, anymore they say if you want to be like a, if you want to play at college level or like basketball, they don't want you to specialize. Coaches don't want you to specialize in basketball. They want you to play football and tennis or, and basketball or whatever. I just think speech and debate is very similar. If you do Mm -hmm. one event and then you, and you really love it, you can do other events and they inform and help you in those other events too.
2: (laughs) 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 I think like going off of, uh, what Sharina said, just like really don't be afraid to go for it. Cause I know that was definitely me at the start of like my speech career. I ended up doing like a a lot of stuff I wasn't super fond of just because I'm scared. And so I think just like, just going for it, like in round, going for an event, just like doing, just like what you want to do is really the best um, thing that you can do. And I I just remember this year um, we were at, a tournament in California called James Logan. And I was in like my octofinal round and it was like um, either octofinals or quarterfinals. I don't remember, but it was like the first hour I had been to at that tournament. Um, and I was like terrified because I did not think I was doing that well. I didn't think I was going to break, but I remember I just looked up and I saw this um, like poster on the wall that said dare to fail gloriously. And I wrote it in my notebook. And every time I get really scared round, I just write that down because I think that is just one of the best things you can do in speech if you're going to fail like fail like when you were trying really hard you know because it's better to try and fail than to not try at all so
0: you're you're absolutely right beautiful sentiment very right i do have one more question for you both i think that getting a topic is just such a an important part of the process so have you been brainstorming topics like since basically the end of the season how do you go about brainstorming? What do, you, what do you do to try to come up with topic ideas for your speeches?
2: I don't know. I think a lot of topics just kind of come about naturally. Like if you're um, just like researching one thing, sometimes you can uh, get really interested in another thing. Like I think with my um, topic for my info this year, like about beauty filters, I don't even remember Viney and I were looking into, but I think it was probably something about like AI and stuff. Cause We're both pretty um, interested in that. And then we just kind of came about, like, you know, AI and how it, like, plays a big role in social media. And then I kind of just went further into that and uh, came up with beauty filters. So I think just, like, you know, people's curiosity can lead them to a lot of really great topics.
1: Yeah, I definitely um, agree with that. Also, this thing, there's this thing that Ellen and I do at tournaments. If you have ever seen us at a tournament, you know we have our notebooks <laughs> and we will writing like fire anytime anyone is speaking, but there's a reason for that. A lot of the times in every single round, no matter who it is, you will always find something new and different than mm-hmm. someone's saying. Even if you've watched that piece 10 million times, you'll always find something different and something that you can add and make yourself, make yourself better as a competitor. Cause there's always something new that you can learn. Right? So like I have previous notes from um, different years um, and, in my notebook, sometimes if I if I want to add something into my speech or if I, um, I'm thinking about topics, like the way I found my topic this year is I was looking through my um, speech notes from last year and I was looking through like the small tiny things that I wrote in and then even like just a phrase someone says can, be, can spark into a topic and you'll never know where it goes. So I don't know, just try it out. If taking notes is your thing, then you could definitely do that. And I think that's definitely one thing that has helped us um, improve as competitors because we genuinely do learn from every single person in that round, no matter who it is. The rounds I forget my notebook are always some <laughs> some sad <laughs> rounds.
0: I think you're just basically advocating for being tuned in. You know, like just being aware, yes. being present, taking what you can from other people, letting it spark your imagination and your creativity. However, it does. That's just like really good advice. Um, but yeah, all that said, it, it is. Still, I think a hard thing to choose the actual topic that you're going to run with, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited to see what both of y'all come up with for two platform speeches this year. Uh, so we'll have four easy platformer speeches, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you two would like to add at all?
1: I actually, do have something. Okay. Um, this is more so like to those competitors that have. Been sticking with speech and debate for a while and that not necessarily have been seeing the most success or like not you haven't been doing as well as you want to like I just want you to know that it's okay and I promise that you, all of your hard work will pay off like I know that I wasn't always like a super amazing competitor I guess it, it took a lot of hard work and perseverance and all it really is—it's in the mindset, it's in the work, it's in the research, it's in everything that goes into your into your pieces, into everything. And you can't forget why you're doing this, why you're in speech and debate. Because when it comes down to it, we're all just a bunch of teenagers trying to get our voices out there and trying to learn from each other. So don't don't put yourself down for not doing as well as you need to, as you want to, or you know, maybe not breaking at a tournament that you really wanted to break at because it's about our message and it's about we're bringing out to the world. And you just can't forget that (laughs) because success is not a one-way street. It definitely takes a lot to get there. I think kind
2: of, um, similar-ish to that. I think, um, I kind of got into this mindset, um, like as I started to get into speech a little bit more that like success was all that mattered. And I would kind of like, you know, place like my happiness with myself and my speech uh, based on how I would do at tournaments. And I would always feel a lot better at tournaments that I placed higher at. But then um, at like Riverton State in 2022, I remember I was so, so nervous before that tournament. And um, we were in like some random like Wendy's or Carl's Jr. or something. I don't even know. But I was just starting to freak out. And then my friend, Solomon Henderson, you know, he was just talking to me and he just gave me one of like the best talks I've ever heard in my life. And he just asked me, he's like, well, why are you doing your info? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, why are you doing it? And he's like, cause I do mine to make people laugh. And I was like, well, I, I guess I'm doing my speech to tell people about something that I care about. And so I think I've kind of tried to adopt that mindset because. Um, Now to me, leaving around and just feeling really good about how I performed and knowing that I shared my message and those people, you know, got to listen to what I have to say is more valuable than like any trophy ever will be. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Even though we're just teenagers, we are the future. So you have to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and this is where we can start.
0: Yeah. And you can inform and teach and share perspective just as much as any other human out there. Your voice matters just as much thank you both so much for, for those thoughts. Uh, it's really important. Uh, it's a sentiment that's being shared a lot at different camp interviews that I'm having. Thank you both so much for being here. Is there anything else you want to add? I mean, just while you've got a forum, anything at all?
1: Just remember
2: you matter and your words matter. Words matter. Yeah. Get the words NSDA matter. shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. Thanks to our camp counselors, Ella and Sharina. Uh, You've given us a lot of awesome insider information about platforming, and I think all of us can pitch our platformer tents with perfection and confidence at this point, thanks to you two. So, thank you both so much for being here. Thanks so much to camp counselors Ella Goodman and Sharina Villegas of Easy Platform for sharing more genius platform moves with us on a crock hike here at Camp One Clap. The series sure was a lot of fun, and we're hoping to get together in the future to do some in depth analysis of the speeches that Ella and Sharina found so much success with in last year's speech season. Tomorrow comes with another fun day of camp. We'll be at the campfire snacking on some Saturday supplemental s'mores with National Expository finalist Rachel West. Also, Professor Graham and Kevin's ABCs of debate shall continue to wow audiences until Armageddon, or at least the end of the camp, with more episodes. Remember, social media challenges are live for every day of camp this August. I sure love seeing everyone's posts. It's been awesome to see all the engagement. Oh, and by the way, I went on another hike the other day, and getting to the top of the hill was a whole lot of fun. But then, it was all downhill from there. For Camp One Clap, this is Camp Director Wiley, signing off.